Welcome to Power Yourself, where we discuss the most important topic in the world, you. In a world that is consumed with the search for happiness, but at the same time where people strive so hard to fit in, it becomes a challenge to really honor yourself. Going against a grain, doing stuff that makes us nervous, and showing up and being our truest version of ourself, it's hard work. It can be awkward, uncomfortable, and a lot of energy. Today, what I want to talk about is vulnerability, the aspect of showing up and being our vulnerable selves with every interaction we can, and how that can impact the quality of our life. So let's start first by defining what vulnerability is. According to Google, it's the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed, either physically or emotionally. Now, to be honest, I don't know if I really thought about vulnerability much before I came across a lady named Brene Brown. And I came across her TED Talks about six years ago. And I remember her saying that vulnerability is not winning or losing. It's about having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome. Vulnerability is not a weakness. It's our greatest measure of courage. And I think the more I found my own way and the more I kind of fell in love with myself, the more I went along my own journey is the more I realized, wow, vulnerability is courage. It is about showing up and in our interactions, being our truest version of ourself. It's not about pretending to be something we're not or kind of just trying to fit in with the environment. So just showing up and being your authentic self, I feel it does take courage. So I want to spend this episode talking about just kind of the aspect of vulnerability, looking at some pros and cons, and looking at some ways of what we can do to physically incorporate being vulnerable in our day-to-day life and how that might actually impact us. I get why people find it hard to be vulnerable is because they're afraid of actually getting hurt. They're afraid about showing up and being who they truly are in that moment and maybe not being accepted. So maybe getting hurt or feeling rejected and not fitting in. So I I get why people try to avoid it because it's, it's almost exposing yourself in a way. But without exposing yourself on that level, my question is, how can we have real connection? So to have real connection means showing up and being who we really are in that moment. Maybe it's messy. Maybe it's a little bit polished. Maybe it's not. You know, we're all a work in progress, but by us being that authentic version of ourselves with each other, it allows us to connect on the truest level. So connecting with a a person, connecting with where they are, and maybe you can empathize and understand that maybe you've gone through similar things in the past, or maybe you have yet to go through them, but by People opening up and being that honest version, it allows us to relate, allows us to 
have faith that, hey, somebody else got through this, so maybe I will be able to too, or have tips or tricks and, and get ideas on how to really process those big events that we go through in our life. So us being our truest version, it's it's actually connecting on that spiritual, emotional level and seeing a person for who they truly are versus a mask that people tend to put on when they get nervous. In a way, we think that it's allowing ourselves protection against that criticism and hurt. It's a way of hiding what we're thinking and possibly going through. Now, the downside, though, with this is it's not our true self. It's not who we are. So I guess my thought would be, why waste the time being something that we're not? We are all beautiful beings on different parts of our own journey. Why not get used to showing that? And possibly while doing that, we can have those honest conversations that allow us to learn more and continue on that journey of self-discovery. The fear of judgment is sometimes crippling, but my hope is the more we stop trying to fit into an existing box of what we feel people want and society want us to be, the more we get to discover our own way and possibly our own recipe for happiness. Brene Brown talks about a speech a lot in her works, and it's by Theodore Roosevelt. And I want to share it with you right now. And it's called The Man in the Arena. So it's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who knows the great exhaustion, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who have never known neither victory nor defeat. So my take on that is judgment from those around us who are not honoring themselves and who are too afraid to start their own journey, then really their words should have no power on us. Because it's those people that matter who are trying just as hard as we are. So judgments from those around us who are not honoring themselves or who are too scared to show up and be seen and honor their own journey for happiness, then their words should not have power on us. Because the people that matter, the people who we should listen to, are trying just as hard as we are and know the battle, it's not easy. It's just about being real and trying our best to support each other. So another level with vulnerability would be 
exposing ourselves to each other on that deeper level. So some people are afraid to be vulnerable and maybe it could be just with the situation. Maybe you feel that, you know what, I show up and I feel like I'm the truest version of me that I can be. But maybe sometimes when we go through certain events in our lives, we then start to put a mask on because we're too afraid for people to see what we're going through or maybe how hard it is. And then by opening up and maybe becoming emotional with it, they're afraid they'll be seen as being weak. And that might allow them to feel embarrassed. But the real reality is by us showing up in those events, in those hard times, and being that raw version of ourselves and asking for help and asking for support, I feel it allows people to be able to maybe go to you when they're going through that time of need. It builds a bridge. It's saying that, hey, that individual was real enough with me that maybe maybe I can look for them for support. And maybe I don't need to look so put together or so prepared. Maybe I can just be where I am in that moment and they can help me process. So I feel by us making the example of allowing people to be included in our life and what we're going through, it gives them the opportunity and the invitation for people around us to do the same with us, to be able to ask for help, to be able to ask for support and ask to be there so that they can be there to help us through those difficult moments. And at the same time, see an example of vulnerability and what that can offer in your life. So the benefit of being vulnerable with each other is it's going to allow true connection. It's going to be an individual showing up and being their authentic self of where they are in the moment and really allowing somebody else to see that and be in that space. And it's going to give that connection piece. So it's a connection with who you are in the moment. It's not necessarily who you want to be or who the best version of yourself will be years down the road. Sometimes it's just about allowing somebody to see you who you are in that physical moment that allows them to empathize and connect with maybe and feel inspired almost that you were courageous enough to show up on your authentic self. So that might create that ongoing flow of other people showing up and being seen and be vulnerable. And that's not going to be easy. I remember the, I remember like for me about, it was six years ago and I decided that, hey, something was missing. And, you know, that's when, like I said, I came across Brene Brown's work and it takes practice. It was hard. It was uncomfortable. I can remember being really almost anxious to let people see where I was in that physical moment when it wasn't so clean, when it was a little bit messy. But with those true, genuine moments, like I said, comes that connection piece. So it's allowing people to bond and not only bond with each other, but you're bonding with yourself. You're almost honoring yourself. You're, you're being respectful and you're saying, no, I'm, I'm good. I might not be perfect right now, 
but I'm the genuine me and I'm going to show up and let people see who I truly am. And then they get to know me throughout my whole process, not just where I start and where I finish. It's about getting to know people as they develop into that next version of them. And the more we do that with ourselves and we show up and we have the courage to be our true, genuine self with other people. So the thing about it is it's hard at first, but I find the more we do it, the more it actually gets easier. And then my hope is that by us being uncomfortable and pushing ourselves to be that authentic version of ourselves, we're going to inspire other people to be that genuine self as well. And just imagine a world full of people showing up and being their authentic selves with each other and creating real connections. You know, it inspires people. It allows people to really truly see you and have real conversations. You know, time is precious. Life is precious. And I feel that the more we can be and live our genuine life, the more we fall in love with ourselves and our environment. And it, it's almost like it spirals each other. The more we do it, the more we practice it, the more we want to do it, the more we want to show up and have those real conversations and be genuine and help support each other so that we can encourage growth on a collective level. I feel by doing this and practicing that, you know, vulnerable behavior, we're also showing not only our peers how to act, but we're also showing the next generations that it's okay to be seen. It's okay to be our genuine self. You know, we can lean on people. We can talk to people when we're going through stuff and we can help each other get to the other side. So teaching those next generations how to be real without putting on that mask or, you know, extra layer of protection, I feel it's going to help them be able to discover and fall in love with themselves so much quicker and earlier in life. So how to do this? How do you show up and practice vulnerability with each other? Well, I would say the next time you're going through something or when somebody asks you how you're doing, be real about it. You know, have a real conversation. Maybe, you know, if it's somebody at the grocery store and you don't really want to go into your whole life story, I get it. But the next time you're talking to somebody who you feel that matters in your life, be real, answer real, get honest with the other person. And that's going to encourage them to actually do the same. So it's going to be uncomfortable. I get it. You get nervous, maybe a little bit anxious. But by releasing that emotion or releasing those words, it's going to allow you to relax a little bit easier each time. And then through that practice, like I mentioned, it's going to get a lot easier and it's going to be easier to show up and have those conversations. So what to do? Choose to be vulnerable. Choose to not judge each other when you see somebody maybe not so perfect. Allow each other the space to be able to not be so perfect. 
And I feel that the more we promote that behavior, the less anxious we'll actually be. We won't need to be a perfect version of ourselves. We'll just need to be our authentic selves and have real interactions. So next time that you're having a conversation, make the conscious effort to show up. You know, talk about where you are in life or what's maybe not going so great and have a real conversation. Life's not perfect and we don't need to pretend that it is. So try not to shy away from those real connecting conversations. Get uncomfortable. Show up and actually try with each other. Because what you're really going to find out is that most of the time people are going through similar situations and nobody's actually suffering alone. We're just choosing to suffer alone. So the more we open up and have those conversations, the more we allow that opportunity for people to connect or give them the chance to connect and be able to be their true selves with you and admit maybe they're going through something similar or maybe they have gone through something similar in the past and that's going to be a healing process for maybe both of you. Remember guys, it's not about being the perfect version of yourself. It's about honoring yourself and I feel in a way respecting each other and showing up and being the person who you are wherever you are throughout your journey. So that's a wrap on another episode of Power Yourself. Thanks for tuning in and allowing me to actually be part of your day. I hope each and every one of you have an amazing day. And don't forget to make that conscious effort in your life to power yourself.